Welcome back to first season finale. We are recording another episode. This one is going to be about Airwolf, and uh, it's the first episode or last episode of the first season to snare a wolf. Here's what it says on Netflix: Hawk and Dawn hide Airwolf from a bureaucrat intent on bringing it back under government control. A female pilot is eager to work for Hawk's company. Ooh. Um, I grew up watching this show and I'm embarrassed to admit that I love this show. I remember as a kid, there's so many things I know about this show that I'm embarrassed to talk about. The helicopter, Airwolf, is this... It's, it's, it, this is a knockoff of Knight Rider. Instead of a car, you have a helicopter. Does it talk? No, it doesn't talk. It just, yeah, it just does what a helicopter does. But it's like a, <laughs> it's like a combat helicopter. It's like series. You like tell her what to do. Yeah, hold on. Let me introduce you before you oh. butt in. <laughs> we have a long intro going on here. I know. Let me. Let, actually, I'm, I'm going to stop. It. Adam's to my left. Hi, Adam. Hi. Erica's to my right. You Hello. guys have some questions. Let's. Before uh, I embarrass no, no, myself some more. No, I want you to embarrass yourself. You have... I don't have any connection. I The first time I heard about it pretty much was like this week. And then I feel like I heard about it a few times this week. Maybe that was just my Google searches were coming up, but... <laughs> Your Google alerts for my Airwolf. Google, my Google alerts uh, were telling me about Airwolf. And so... Actually, no, I was listening to a podcast I think was brought up in, in the podcast this week. And last week we talked about Airwolf. So yes. I don't know anything about it. I want to know some more embarrassing things of yeah. what it means to you. I don't remember much about it, but I do remember one thing, which was a big part of my play. You know, like as a kid, it's great because you you watch the show and then you play out the show. And sometimes there's toys to do that. Sometimes there's not. I didn't have many toys as a kid, but uh, Airwolf would come out of a of a mountain, I think. And I remember with my hands making a little like helicopter. I'm doing it right now, and like coming out of the thing, and then like sort of flying through the valley, like you know, banking to the left, banking to the right, and uh, also the theme. I think was like a big part of my. How play. old is this? This is adorable. This is yes. how old was this saber? This is probably like six year old saber, and six year old saber uh, was was. Yeah, it was he, I was a like my, my parents were my dad was a college professor at Tokyo University, so we didn't have a lot of money and we had very few toys and my cousins had a lot more stuff. So I often like was like, oh, I gotta play with my fucking nothings here. So you know, here's my hand the helicopter, here's the sound effects that I make with my mouth, and. Uh, here I go. Oh man! <laughs> and then the weekends we'd go to my cousin's places and like they had like Legos and He-Man, all this stuff that I would die for. But my imagination was my playground. Mm-hmm. And where are they now? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> they're still playing with Legos. <laughs> yes, I play with Legos professionally. <laughs> I yeah. remember hearing about Airwolf. How did you hear up? about it? I, mean, I I remember, I like vaguely remember that it was a thing, mm. but also I was never a big fan of helicopters. Yeah, it's a weird thing to make sexy. Because they just don't. Some people are really into helicopters. Who's into really? helicopters? Uh, Mayor Bloomberg. 
My sister dated a guy who was just really into helicopters, and he took her on a helicopter date because he was so into it. She's like, yeah, I don't just... get it. And he's like, aren't you as turned on as I am now? Shut <laughs> up. Yes. It was my oldest sister, too. This was, How, was this the first, second, third date? Were they like... It was the second date. Second. What a fucking idiot. What do you do for a third date after the helicopter? Hot air balloon. <laughs> no, it wasn't it wasn't that he was trying to impress her, it was that he really liked helicopters and like there was nothing hotter than him taking her on a helicopter as a date. Every time I get out of a helicopter, I get a boner. <laughs> you don't have a boner? I have to wait half an hour after we land. <laughs> helicopter no I mean both helicopters are not sexy, but what helicopters do is kind of amazing. Like, a, a thought of a helicopter, it, it gives me slight boner to think about a helicopter through New York City. <laughs> it's an amazing uh, When I hear thing. a helicopter, it gives me anxiety because I think that a They're crime uns- happened. A crime? Because the police, it's police the ghetto are hovering. Crime or accident, something like yeah. that's going on. So I don't like, and I'm I was obsessed with the Vietnam War. And it makes me think of... Right, that movie, show. Or just every... Vietnam to me was helicopters. Helicopters. So helicopters to me... <laughs> and they were so the Vietnam fragile War. in Vietnam. Like yeah. those guys were getting killed every day. Or someone was shot down the street <laughs> uh, and there's a helicopter now. Or Black Hawk Down, which is also about a falling helicopter. Yeah, they're very unstable because they're, first of all, like they get on the ground. You know, they're not like planes flying through... Well, like, the area. thing that makes them great is also their greatest weakness. Like, they can go in, they can stop, <laughs> they can drop down, they can come out. Like, I mean, that's why we want them. But that's the fucking weakness. And then you got a whole show about an airwolf. Airwolf. I gotta say, I don't, on that show, I don't think there was a lot of helicopter landing. It was mostly taking off and coming back home. I didn't think he had to do what they did in the Vietnam jet. War. Like, who cares? Well, well, now that we have drones... We don't need helicopters. Yeah, we don't need anything. We don't need anything anymore. Planes or helicopters. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can just hear the unblinking eye. We can just stay there up in the sky. Uh, That would be great if someone tried to make a show about a drone. This also reminds me that... (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? Drone wolf. (laughs) How great would that be? I think Colbert has a thing about Drony the drone. Oh, yeah, he does. uh, Which I think is hilarious. Like a cartoon character. But uh, I also remember that this is also during the Reagan administration, uh, which is, you know, a big sort of reassertion of American military might and anti-government uh, fueled right-wingery, which I think from we reading that little text had, about had it... Had to fix that Carter administration, man. <laughs> yes. We're going to fix plug it with some helicopters. Holes. Not going to put on a sweater, damn it. Yeah. Gonna... So I think... I you know and and that's funny because it's interesting that like a five year old sober is when I probably was my most Republican uh, like yeah war let's bullshit up. aren't all five year olds Republicans though Have you ever talked to a five year old capital gains tax <laughs> yeah can't shut up about this Social is Security. mine well no they're five so it's like too close to having been born so they just escaped not being aborted. <laughs> Which is still raw in their memory? Oh, so raw. They're like, God, I just barely made it through here. How do you remember something that didn't happen to you? I have no idea. It would be a, well, a, I don't a know. red dwarf plot. <laughs> Ask a Christian. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's um, well, let's like make some predictions about. Oh, what's Air gonna Wolf. happen? Do There's... you think the man and the woman are gonna get together? Yeah, for that's what. 
was... Yeah, but I think it's going to be towards the end and it's going to be a smooch. It's not going to be even a smooch. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say go more chaste. How big do you think her hair is going to be? Oh, huge. But there's going to be a scene where she has to do something cool and she's going to have it tied back really top. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think um, there's going to be like, I'm hoping that there's going to be like, she has to change and they're in small quarters. Yeah. And he like sees a shoulder blade. Oh, and, and you know that's those, what I'm hoping yes. those yes. flight suits can get really yeah, tight yeah so she has to unzip it and yeah. like that's when he starts to, his mind or, is changing or like she gets hurt and like he has to like apply pressure somewhere and she says something snappy like god damn it just do it quit being approved <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen something like that though like it saves her life yeah riff on that a little bit I Compression. Who knows? knows? (laughs) So so this was playing in Bangladesh, which is a pretty conservative Muslim country. So I wonder if what we might see might be an uncensored version. If my country went to the trouble of like censoring this show, or if they played it straight up, and how they got their hands on this show. Even one day, I want to talk to someone who ran Bangladesh TV's like acquisition. What was Bangladesh being so conservative about? No Muslims. Religion, straight all. I mean, we're not that concerned. No, no, like, no, no. women wear saris, but you know, like just like Indians, like you can't still kiss on screen in India, which is an absurd notion in 2014. R- Richard Gere caused the national scandal when he kissed uh, Miss Universe, which who is Indian, in like a big event in Delhi on what? What was he doing kissing? It was just a greeting. Oh. But it like blew everything. I think that's what's happened. Like it blew everything. Very few people like kissing the lips. <laughs> Richard Gere. Every time it's Richard a Richard Gere is not gonna be one of them. <laughs> he, he's one of those people that like a lot of women consider sexy, and I'm oh, always yeah. biz- like unnerved have, by it. Oh no, have you I. Seen him? I know it's my a mom. Like it was disgusting. Like my mom, how much she had a crush on Richard Gere, where she would watch Body Heat. Have you ever seen Body Heat? No. There is a lot of dick in it, and like, and just she would put it on, like she's like, well, let's just watch that, and like it was just so, yeah, and I'm like, I am very uncomfortable watching this while you just like get turned on. (laughs) There's a lot of sexy, sexy stuff, like sex scenes. That I was far too young to be watching, and she was just drinking wine and watching. And is that where his? Did he have a tan line on his butt? Um, yes, oh, that's the scene, he comes, he comes out, he, he sings, uh, the Elvis song to her, and she's in the shower, and he's completely naked singing it, and my mom's like, that's my favorite scene, she would reenact it sometimes, not naked, but just be like, <laughs> oh my god, that is she's obsessed with Richard Gere, so it's a very, uh, troubling, I that's... hope we don't watch a Richard Gere thing. No, I won't pick one for you, but that's so <laughs> awkward. Yeah. yeah. Mom, I've seen the movie, and now you're doing the scene. Okay, on that note, <laughs> let's, let's pause. Uh, the next time you hear from us, we will have seen this episode and we'll be ready to tell you all about it and uh, maybe save you from the trouble of watching it yourself. Or not. We've just watched, uh, we're back, we just watched the uh, final um, episode from season one of Airwolf to Snare Wolf. Why don't we set it up first? Um, what is Airwolf all about, Erica? Why are you asking me? I was afraid you were going to ask me 
And I don't know if it's because I'm a woman. I could not follow that show. <laughs> it's pretty convoluted. There's a lot going on. I was lost. A lot of it. Tell us what you do. On, like, let's okay. start there. That'll be fun. So, they, two men, two Vietnam vets, uh, are protecting a very special helicopter from bad guys and hiding it often. They live in a cabin. Uh, right now, their cover is taking footage of... They just have helicopter jobs, whatever helicopter job might be making movies. Um, I'm not sure why they have to protect the airwolf from these bad guys who are looking for airwolf. Um, and they're not technically bad guys. They're actually the rightful owners. They're, they're the agents of the rightful owners of airwolf, which is the United States government. So, so it seems like a portion of the United States government has control over the the airwolf. No. Ar well, Archangel okay. working so for let's set let's keep setting it up before we get into the dispute. So keep going. With um I I have more should I talk about that episode then? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Cuz I think that's the general part of it. Mm -hmm. Um along the way they meet this spunky lady who uh, <laughs> is looking for a job and she's a fast talker and she's also a pilot who um, she lies to them at first and they don't trust her because they're so scared of their airwolf being taken but then they find <laughs> out that she just wanted a job and they, she helps them at the end um, and at the end bad guy or the US government is trying to get back the airwolf from the main guy, <laughs> I like it's a, I, it. Am I? No, you're right. Can, it's a complete mess. Can I? Just, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. What it seems to me is like the airwolf, which was stolen by the main character, and Archangel, which is like the guy who helps him with it. Well, if I remember correctly, the intro gives you the setup, right? Which says that they're holding on to it until the U.S. government. Oh, uh, gets the dude's brother out, yeah. of, out of Vietnam. Okay, so, so that's the part where it's very quick. POWMIA was a big issue after very uh, the Vietnam War. There huge. was this big, what is like essentially a conspiracy theory that not only were there known POWs and MIAs, but there were like untold ones that were not MIAs, but there were POWs that the Viet Vietnam government had been secretly, and then the U.S. government had sort of. Com, com, were complicit in that, and we didn't drop our sanctions against Vietnam till guys like John McCain were able to go visit and verify every last little scrap of bone and DNA and account for every possible missing person. But no, but the thing was, like, there were people held. Oh yeah, we knew yeah. all of them and knew it, and like years and years and years. Yeah, but this this there like, there's this whole like, other conspiracy level. If you talk to them. a lot of vets, who yeah. will say that there were a lot of vets that we have never accounted for that are still possibly there. I would agree. Yeah, well, that's a well, it's well, yeah, it's conspiracy theory, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think it's probably yeah. And at this point in the eighties, it's, it's significantly raw, much more raw, and much, much more, more raw. intense. And people that seem unhappy with the U.S.'s performance with Vietnam and the eventual U.S. withdrawal are using this, that argument is being laid out by this show a little bit. 
that the U.S. government was sort of, you know, uh, negligent or capricious in abandoning these soldiers and this helicopter is being used as a way to sort of... A black as ma- ransom. As yeah, a ransom blackmail to get the government to do what the government should, should be doing. doing. And the person doing it is a hero. I wish I understood that. that while I was watching the show. Because yeah. I was very confused. Well, it's very buried in... I mean, that's the, the setup for what is like a very sort of messy show. Mm-hmm. An hour long. But, but it was, but it was, but that was also a common theme in many shows at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, it and like the, and it and it makes sense. Like you you bring in the rise of you know radical Republicans, and you add in you know the defense industry's massive growth in the eighties. It's all sort of married together in this show wonderfully. They're in love with helicopters and weapons and bombs. They distrust the U.S. government, and it's but it's, it's the right so thing. funny in this because it's like at the time it, it is a Republican government, mm-hmm. which is like oh you know it's like conservatism is always like thought of as like yeah let's do the right thing we're gonna go to war we'll get our boys back we'll do this we'll do X, but then like this show comes out and it's like the the big enemy in the show is the government. No, but they don't mean it in like is is the, is it the Republican government? They mean the institutional institution bureaucrat. of the government. Yeah, the bureaucrats are, and and the the guy who is ostensibly the enemy of Airwolf is this bureaucrat who's been assigned this job to get it back, and he's sort of triangulating its position, and at one point goes to Wolf, the pilot of Airwolf. And says, "Can we have it back?" And hey, man, give us back. Give us, <laughs> and give his us, name is Bogart, which is, I think, yes. which is yes, is a which is one of the notes. Adam has notes. That's man, I'm curious about Bogart. <laughs> Who is Bogart? <laughs> Who yeah. is Bogart? So there's a there's a but at the same time, it's not the the whole infos, the whole military isn't written off, even though this maybe government bureaucrat is written off. Because the military, which is conducting this uh, bombing raid, which uh, the wolf a and, weird bombing drill, yeah, bombing drill that needs to be filmed. They try to tie a lot of things together, very messy way. Um, they uh, that that military is seen as sort of loyal and good because at the end they arrest Bogart right for. For what? I mean, I'm unclear because it's unclear as to what rule, law, or any of the above that he may or may not have broken. Yeah, interestingly, Bogart is in the Department of Security. Like, uh, yeah, Department of like, yeah, it was like Department yeah. of like Human Security, like American yeah. Security, like some weird, some of that does not exist. Yeah, but then at the end, when everything's all right, he has been sort of taken out of the scene by the local military, military. official. But, so mean, we trust the military because you can never question soldiers. Well, no, but the well, the thing is, is like, one, like the CIA cannot walk into a military base and be like, I'm CIA chief and I'm fucking closing this motherfucker down. We're doing X, Y, and Z. The FBI and, can. No, they fucking cannot. If there's a crime, yeah. No, they cannot. What do you mean they can't? FBI cannot walk into a military base and be like, We're closing this motherfucker down, I'm yeah. in charge. Yeah. No. If there's a security issue, yeah. Uh-uh. No. You don't think soldiers get I, arrested? No, soldiers get arrested. Okay. But they get arrested inside the system. Like, that's like... 
Like, you think some like a police officer is gonna show up? No, not a okay, police to officer. Okay, to like okay, say like a Secret Service agent like did a crime. Mm-hmm. A police officer is not gonna go to the White House and be like, hey, we're arresting so and so. No, no, but FBI is. But FBI, no, would. FBI isn't either. Like they, this is what they do. That's they go, what the FBI is. Uh, hey, head of Secret Service, we have to arrest one of your guys. Yeah. How do we do that so that nobody fucking knows about it? Oh yeah. Okay. But like, we're not going to the president's house and arresting this idiot. Okay. Well, well, and so what I'm saying is, like, with this, it's like, like, Bogart ain't showing up and being like, I'm taking over this whole thing, and this colonel, like, this private, okay. is not usurping your power. Yeah. I think, I think our listeners may lose track of where we are right now. Um, so it's a, it's a messy finale. Oh, yeah. It's a messy finale. <laughs> There's a lot going on. So overall, there's the plot. The top layer of the plot is sort of keeping Airwolf safe from government hands. The second line of the plot is this female pilot who just sort of showed up. Is she trustworthy or is she not? The third level is that they're filming this bombing run. Um, and the fourth level is, oh, why is Wolf such a weirdo? He's no, no, no. I, awkward. I, and, and another layer is Archangel, the guy who kind of protects him and works with him has to go before a Senate subcommittee. So he can't do he his, can't regular help his, his never regular helping out job, which I don't so know then what they it would look be because he all wears all white and has an eye patch. Yeah, and he seems to be in charge of helping. And I think I remember this from having watched the show as a kid. I think he gets Airwolf involved in like clandestine U.S. missions abroad. For good? Probably not. We're talking about sort of dirty eighties like yeah, Reagan but it would but it would nonsense. seem like all of these things would have to be like for good because I don't see like oh yeah in the show it's good yeah but it's preaching this Reagan foreign policy which right, is right, right. what I'm saying is like because like Archangel will be like hey you need to deliver a bunch of food to kids in Somalia and like he flies off and does that instead of no I think it's it's mostly like killing blowing. the bad guy in yeah. Guatemala kill the guy in Guatemala yeah. So that the kids can actually. In fact, food. I feel like that was an actual episode. And then later that you really learn. Because really happened too. Because <laughs> that's history. History. Well, it was it was unfolding. It was moment to moment. Yeah, it, it was, was the age. We couldn't tell who the good guys were. Well, the interesting thing is like what I did like about it. I wrote it down. Was like this was. Adam wrote it down. I, I took notes. This, so, so this everybody. Was, you know, the interesting part of it was like it was the Cold War. And like, although the Soviets don't really play a part of this show, no, all. they don't play a part of the show at all. Or Ex- even except maybe for the except for like the military, because you wouldn't be able to fly a helicopter where the Soviets are, because it's a fucking helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> it would take no. you a week. But to no, get to what I'm saying like, but, where the but Soviets like are. the the heightened military presence, like you know, like yeah. it, but it was the Cold War, and like. You know, that, that was a very fucking interesting time. Like, I, I can remember being, like, afraid and, like, praying to be like, hey, God, can, can like, the world not end before the Olympics mm-hmm. are over? Mm-hmm. Like, like you, shit like that. Really? Oh, yeah, like, like having, like, the Winter pr- Olympics or the Summer Olympics? Uh, 1984, what's her name? Summer. Gymnastics lady. I hope so. Mary Lou Renton. Oh, yeah, really? I want to see the end of that. Oh yeah. Summer, did you have fear of the Cold War? <laughs> no. Oh, well, he was I not figuring. Bangladesh. So I, I had like, no fear of the Cold War either. Yeah, and no. I don't think this show did either. This, the, the oh, no, Cold this War, show definitely did. It, no, that was B twelve fucking bombers. It, that, that's straight up no, Cold no, War. Uh, it is Cold War, 
They still exist, by the way, those bombers. No, it's I not know the they exist. I, I don't, it's not in the way that I think you're explaining it as a sphere of Soviets. The way... Oh, I, no, no. The, the way right. I feel like... The show, no, is not explaining this stuff. In the, the No, there was no Soviet fear yeah. mongering. You are correct. Yes. But a fear I, of not trusting people. Well, yeah, and a fear, a fear of de-escalating. Remember Reagan's big thing was that even though it may seem like the Soviets are a bunch of puppies now, we can't let up. We have to stay armed to the teeth, mm -hmm. and we have to make them capitulate. And I think the way this show, it played on this show, is like a lot of the, that fear-mongering led to a lot of things in places like Central America. So it wasn't the Soviets directly, it was fear of sort of local disorder um, that led to all, you know, so many sort of uh, unfortunate, like, uh, foreign policy missions that we went on. So I think, I think Airwolf is sort of like preaching that ideology of like, gotta stay vigilant. Can't, can't trust people that want to cancel helicopter programs. Can't can't take a step back. Yeah. Which is you know like Hollywood is famous for being liberal, but it is so good at telling the national security story, but also making a dollar. But but the they have you know as much as like every time you hear like a guy like Sean Penn open his mouth at the same time there's a movie like Zero Dark Thirty preaching to us that this what the CIA does is so important and Airwolf fits right into that vein of like there's two we big storytellers in this country one is Hollywood and one is like the Defense Department well it's like okay we need the Defense Department but we also need to be good yeah. like and that's like the well at one element. point the show did make me chant. USA. So, like, what the bald eagle? Because the bald eagle, like, oh, was, the bald eagle at the end. So they were doing. There was definitely some propaganda, as like the main source. Like that, yeah. they it wasn't hidden. It wasn't. It wasn't mm -hmm. casual. It was like, you want to chant USA? Yeah, when they when showed that bald eagle, it was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I want to be. I'm which, proud to be an American. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is in contrast to you know, like I said, it, it knocks off Night Rider. Night Rider is a much more does not care about any of those arguments oh, no, 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 security no. at all um, and in a lot of ways is much more fun and funny and you know you get Michael Caine mm -hmm. and uh, David Hasselhoff here that has been replaced by uh, military porn yeah right. it is definitely like a lot of planes much can you be turned on by a plane right now <laughs> planes helicopters hey yeah. we're going for it yeah and the that's why car, i might have been really the bored only it. automobile in it was that truck where they dropped the listening device in which was filled with pigs and probably driven by an immigrant yes maybe or native american because they're yeah. in the midwest and we yeah don't they know were or yeah. they were in the west like i could I, I felt like that was the only part of like they are driving a car there's a pig in the back they must be poor yeah. they were using airplanes and in helicopters like they were fucking bicycles and cars mm -hmm. and walking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. They were kind of so funny. comfortable. Um, you got more notes, buddy? You know, you brought up the thing about the bald eagle and that hit something in my head where it was like... So the main character is this hermit. He's holding this helicopter hostage until like they free his brother. But there was also like this very like monk celibacy about him mm -hmm. Definitely. he doesn't eat meat which is interesting he doesn't, eat meat. doesn't eat meat he likes art he likes music. art <laughs> and he's like and it was I don't know it was definitely unspoken but it was like 
I'm pure. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for something. I'm not fucking anybody. No one's fucking me. I don't drink. I don't fucking eat meat. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it kind of felt like this, like this, like stereotypical, like the right type of American mm-hmm. from like the eighties. We're like, this guy's a man. He loves his country. He's willing to be a weirdo for his country. And <laughs> he's sad because his brother was, is still in yeah. Vietnam. And, and like, so like that kind of stereotype of like this person who's like sexually unreachable, mm-hmm. uh, is a boy scout, wants to help out. Like they get that call. He's like, I got to hide this helicopter before the government gets it. But fuck it. Like I'll go f- make sure this person's okay. Yeah, but I, I don't... I think that actually is a surprising part of the show. I think maybe it's more of uh, the the West becoming part of America's sort of consciousness. There was, you know, at the same time, like, New York and the stock market and Coke was sort of the thing. There was also California was becoming a part of America's consciousness, that there was, like, a semi-autonomous part of the country where they well, didn't Reagan think... came from California, too. yeah. And where it used to be a moderate, but like, you know, I think this is this isn't like straight up California. This is more sort of mountain, like rocky. I think they're in Nevada. Yeah, That's but it, it's it's that like. sort of like Colorado vibe, the Colorado liberal vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was slightly a newer model. I don't think it fit perfectly with the sort of gung ho Republican East Coast mentality um, that maybe is reflected in the love of weapons. I don't think he personally, <laughs> never having talked to him, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think he cares so much about all the stuff about the Cold War. He just wants his brother. Oh back, no! Yeah, and he is sort of beyond it all. Which is the, well, it's the simple, like honest thing to like. I mean, the Cold War and Vietnam were just like no, like like talking to my dad's like I don't know why we went there to fight. I lost friends. And and it's like yeah, I want my brother back. Like like fuck it. Like that shit happened. Like, but that's always. But isn't that always the soldier's perspective on things? I yeah, in a lot. Well yeah, ever since World War Two, since we've been fighting like shitty shitty fucking wars that don't fucking matter. But yeah. So you're saying that it's doing two things while it's high propaganda for being a strong country. vigilant country at the same time told through the story of someone who is dependable because he's not interested in that agenda he's interested in his own personal yeah. so it's making a personal statement on um, yeah the yeah. larger yeah because he quest. no one in the show really represents that sort of viewpoint of let's rearm this country in a massive right. scale other other than Bogart Yes. Like the, and he's the, bad guy. the bad guy and who, Archangel who are having this sort right, of like Bogart is like almost like the Heil Hitler character like let's be strong let's like no, let's like no. do these things no I think he is everything has to be done properly oh I that's think, how you took that well I thought that's how I think it is I think uh, Archangel is like no we need to be using Airwolf um, to do all these things For that we shouldn't be doing no, I think they're like we want to use it as a clandestine weapon. Well, it's that's it's not clear in the final final. Yeah, I don't think it's clear, and I'm not totally <laughs> sure that's how it is. But I see Bogart not as like he wants to use Airwolf as a part of it. I think he's like 
this it's thing belongs, belongs to, to the government. It should go back so to he, the government. So he's playing like this snappy government person who's like, no, we have out. rules. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Which just seems like a very reasonable perspective. Right. You Definitely. can't just Especially take... when this guy's like fucking like absconding with like billions of dollars <laughs> of shit. Oh, can we talk about the helicopter a little bit? Yeah, fuck that helicopter. <laughs> Wait, before you do that, can you tell why, us about the helicopter? Why fuck that helicopter? No, no, hold on. Let him describe the helicopter first. It's a helicopter. It didn't show us anything. Okay. It's, it's you a bri- describe it. Okay, I will. Oh, wait, wait. I will. I'll describe one part. <laughs> when it goes off the ground, the wheels go inside it. Yes. So it's, it looks, like an it looks very pretty. Very sleek. It looks very sleek. It's. Um, I'm sure that fucking feature cost shit tons of money, and they never needed to do that. Okay. Just say. <laughs> As features. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it's, you know, your helicopter is much more blue collar. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what those guys used to, like, kill Ob- Obama, Bin Laden, whatever. Whoa. Osama, Bin Laden. We'll have to edit the show now. One of these things, like, fell. Whatever. Fuck it. Nanny suggested this show should be called Zero Dark Nerdy. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm sure there's already one called that because people are unimaginably retarded. Okay, I'm gonna, so. I want to talk about the helicopter before we finish because um, as a kid, that's really like I don't remember most of this stuff. I don't even remember Ernest Borgnine being in it, even though I should because he's a very sort of he's magnetic, uh, over emotive person. Well, uh, who is he? He's the old guy. He's great. The, the one with the gap oh, in his yeah, teeth. Yeah, like, yeah. He, like he's a great actor. And like always, oh, like very fun and everything I've ever seen him in. Like I've always yeah. enjoyed his yeah, presence. Yeah. I mean, maybe a little hammy, but whatever. Sure. Uh, but I, I was in love with that helicopter, um, and it's a really beautiful, sleek helicopter. Something you would imagine, like one of those Wall Street guys in the '90s getting as they like jet from like Manhattan to like the Hamptons. You know, the Hamptons. It's very sleek. It sort of looks like a Ferrari, like angular, um, and they've added some things to make it. Especially ridiculous. A it helmet. has, it has, it has a very fancy helmet uh, that looks like you are going into some three D world or something. And it also has boosters, which make it go much faster. Which I don't think f- with physics would work because if you have boosters in the back yeah. of the helicopter, it would not. I think it would just make the helicopter spin. flip around flip and, and crash into the ground. I'm sure you could have them for a. S- They're saying it goes Mach one. What is Mach one? It's like Mach one. Yeah, you I, keep I think, saying Mach one. I think Mach one is like the sound barrier, like six hundred and something fucking fast, like super fucking fast. <laughs> Sound barrier fast, like a lot of miles an hour, like really so fast. many that we need a new name for it. Where I just don't believe a helicopter could ever do that the way it's mm-hmm. designed. Oh yeah, that, that that was one of the fantastical things because you know by committing to a helicopter they have committed they have married into a problem which is that helicopters first of all are not that sexy and secondly. They don't go that far. They don't go that far, and they don't but go that fast. they solve that by just throwing in these little boosters. Like right, just... and, and the problem is, like, so, you know, so they have the two fucking jets. Like, there's, like, that's the thing. It's like, there is no way a helicopter can outrun a jet. Yeah. And I don't care if it's a jet from fucking North Korea or a jet from America. Like, yeah. they, it, you can't do it. In fact, I mean, I was reading about drones a couple of days ago, and one of the problems with jets is that they they go so fast 
but they're like you know in any spot for like maybe a second at most like at most. if they're a bombing run they're like they're gone before the bombs even hit the ground so they're not able to like know if they got the right thing or you know like soldiers and have to go to that plot and see did we actually bomb the thing we're gonna do that we said we're gonna bomb so oh, i don't know what the point is with all this well the point uh, is like it's a helicopter it's kind of yeah, funny this is this show is valiant for trying to make helicopters about as cool as they could be and i appreciate that there's a lot of helicopters in it too yeah there's a they lot of different helicopters and well, planes which is my argument like you cannot it's tough to build a show around a fucking thing Unless Knight Rider. people are really into helicopters. And I mean, planes. I would say Knight Rider sucks. But Knight Rider is amazing. Knight Rider is good. The character of Kit is a, a special part of that show. Yeah. But it's this thing where it's like, okay, what's a, a helicopter, a car? They're tools. Like they are. Like they're forms of transportation, which are tools. And you use tools in certain situations. But in these shows, like the they try to use these things. As if we all use these things. So, like in this, like no. they're fucking flying the helicopter everywhere no, no. and landing all these places. I don't think that that's what that implies. I think it, you can still see someone use a tool that is amazing and inaccessible, and that can be compelling. And I think, like, yeah, and it's like more spacemen, you know, like yeah. on a spaceship. Like so exciting they, that a young Sauber is right, right, using his imagination to be a part of that world. But once again, once again, what? The fucking helicopter is a thing that gets you from A to B, and if you have to, you fucking fire a missile with it. You can reduce anything to that. It's I just very reductive did. I logic. just did. Yeah, I'm just saying you can do that to any other, um, you know. Well, like, so, but that's why it's so funny. Cause like they have like okay, the fucking helicopter is a character in this show. But I also, it's like, I think that. Uh, there's a large amount of people in this country and in the world they're not in this room that are really into planes and helicopters like that oh, yeah. excites them there's, there's, well, one like, in the room. there's one in the room well once again it's like yeah so just like any five-year-old kid in front of this and they'll be like yeah so the, yeah so it's a it's a worthwhile show then no to... no not just five-year-old i was talking with someone yesterday about formula one very easy to make fun of our nascar but what actually happens on it is fascinating. I mean, with anything you can reduce it's it to. Not. It's just a ball across the line, you know, like yes, everything the, is Formula e One and NASCAR is a bit different. Those guys are doing something. Okay, you can apply that to helicopters if you want to. They're not doing anything. Okay. They're, do you know how to fly a helicopter? No, I'm just saying they're flying I helicopters. Think... They're difficult. I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. You're, you're I'm not saying I anyone can do mean. it. I'm just I'm being a bit lovers. mean to it. But I'm just saying like it's a form of transportation. Like the fucking like, like the fucking war on drugs is not gonna be won by a helicopter. Like like this airwolf is not gonna change a fucking thing on the planet. But 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 then that's not what the show is about. That is what the show is about. No. This no. thing is gonna change like no. I'm hiding this thing and this thing is changing. That's yeah. I don't know, that's the pretext I got. Okay. Well you read something else under we should end with some uh, recommendations. Would you recommend the show? Who would you recommend it to? And would you like greenlight a, a second season? Erica, let's start. I would greenlight a second season. Mm -hmm. I personally would not recommend it for myself. I was, I was kind of bored, mm -hmm. but I could see why 
it was appealing to so many people because it was very easy and like nice like their cabin look i want to be in that cabin huh. they were eating dinner together mm -hmm. it was like this very comfortable like we watched red dwarf before and that was scary i felt very uncomfortable after watching that but watching this i felt like yes i would like mm -hmm. to live in this world mm -hmm. and that's why i'd green light a second season um i'm not going to personally recommend it because i don't um besides the five-year-olds i know i don't think anyone else would find it yeah would you recommend it to your nephew yeah teddy? i would recommend it to my nephew teddy okay uh would i well yeah i think i'm i agree with you totally yeah i um and having watched it as an adult for the first time, I, I'm not, you know, oftentimes when you look at things you watch as a kid and you're like, oh my God, that's God awful. I can't believe I was so into that. Like mm -hmm. most of the things, but that one is like, oh, it's actually not a terrible show. It's, it's sort of cohesive. It's sort of fun. It's got this weird agenda. But at that point in my life, I probably was into blowing things up everywhere all over the world. So I'm okay with that. So yeah, I think uh, ditto to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch more of it. <laughs> Wait, you said when, it so angry towards it just like a minute I ago. I know, I know, but I'm definitely going to watch more of it. Are you going to hate it, watch it? Or you no, when Emily's not at home. Like, I think it fully encapsulates the 80s, mm -hmm. um, which is interesting. And I grew up then. But I, yeah, I'm going to definitely watch it by myself. And I don't know if it would be hate watch or like fun watch but like I'm definitely going to watch <laughs> I would suggest it to others okay. I'm going to watch it well let's end it right there thank you for listening to this episode of first season finale uh, regarding um, Airwolf thank you <laughs>